0: Welcome to the Not Old Better show on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and today's show is brought to you by newspapers.com. As part of our Art of Living film interview series, our guest today is Joe Hall. Joe Hall is a first-time feature filmmaker and has written the July 8 release of The Road to Galena, We will be hearing from Joe Hall today all about his new movie, what it took to make a wonderful film on location during COVID, and what it took to make a film of this type. You see, films like The Road to Galena are really not made much anymore. In the era of blockbusters, action universe series, prequels, sequels, and remakes, there aren't scripts like The Road to Galena, but Joe Hall has written one. I've seen the film, and it is wonderful. Wonderful. I think you're really going to love The Road to Galena. The Road to Galena follows one man's pursuit of personal fulfillment over traditional success. Age-old story, but wonderfully told here. Colbert, the main character played by Ben Winchell, fantastic, has everything. He's got a beautiful wife, a successful career, large home, and membership to an elite country club. Behind the facade however, is a man trapped by his surroundings and falling ever behind in the pursuit of his life's real dream. He's not strong enough to confront his father's expectations. He left his true love, his best friend, and a fulfilling life in small-town America, that's Galena, to embark on a legal career intent to at least one day return. In the film, Cole Baird is a rising star in the Washington, D.C. social circles, and he is the youngest managing partner in the history of a powerhouse D.C. law firm. Cole Baird is given the choice to continue the path of success in a life to which he never aspired or to return to the community that nurtured him. Let's listen to a clip from the film The Road to Galena. I have been waiting for this moment for 30 years. This is my shot. A dream that doesn't go away. Now that's a calling. Once you realize it, you can't help but get out of its way. I'm going to come back here and I'm going to shake this place up. I'm going to show them how it's really done. I'm not planning on going to law school, you know that. My dad just keeps pressing me to do it.
1: Thanks for picking me up. No problem. Did you get in serious?
0: You know what, Al? I really felt that we were going to be something. I'm Sarah. Georgetown degree, a beautiful fiancee. What more could a man want? Farming's been in my family for a long time. I plan to go back to Gleena at some point. Let me be clear, we need you here now, Cole. I hope we didn't misread your level of commitment. Time passes and suddenly you realize this is it. Cole, you're not going to quit your job to become a farmer.
1: You know I've always wanted to do this. You've got a romantic notion of a life that doesn't exist. You got a fancy house, fancy car, so what you think that gives you the right to tell me what to do? What, are you jealous? Is that what this is? Well, what would I have to be jealous of, Cole? I have the L and the farm. Two things you've always wanted.
0: I have been waiting for this moment for 30 years. This is my shot. Life doesn't just happen to you. It is a series of choices you make. This isn't what I wanted. I never signed up for this. The firm, the house, the club, it's suffocating me. Maybe it's time you start paddling instead of floating down someone else's
1: river. And find the road that leads us home. You got it? Oh, yeah. Why don't you get your hands dirty?
0: That, of course, is a clip from the new film released July 8th, titled The Road to Galena. Our guest today is writer and first time feature filmmaker of the film, Joe Hall. Please join me in welcoming to The Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. Filmmaker, Joe Hall. Well, Joe Hall, welcome to the program.
1: Paul, thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here.
0: You know, I'm delighted to talk to you. I I think that's just the the right word. I've enjoyed this film, The Road to Galena. Uh, You've shared it with me kindly. I've enjoyed watching it. My wife and I have watched it. And I want to talk to you about it because I just think my audience is going to love this. It is this great story of the main character, Cole Baird, he's got all these trappings of success. He's this power lawyer in Washington, D.C., and uh, those of us who live around Washington, D.C., we we kind of know the type. You know, you, you've kind of got everything, but maybe something is just missing. And so I, I got to ask you, uh, maybe tell us about Cole and, and maybe tell us, too, is, is Cole a biographical character for you?
1: Oh, well, uh, I'm asked that regularly. Yeah. Uh, and- <laughs> Um, and no, I don't, I don't see Cole as being, um, uh, it's not an autobiographical story. Although I think any writer director has some element of uh, his or her life perspective in whatever they write. Uh, my hope is that, um, as I see some of myself in Cole's journey that, uh, many people who, uh, watch the movie and, and hopefully enjoy the story, will see, uh, some of their, uh, themselves in, in Cole as well. Um. You know, I think that we're in this interesting moment in time, and, and part of the reason why I wanted to uh, tell this story at this time is, you know, in the the post-COVID world where we're seeing this sort of global reset on um, uh, priorities and and this realization that uh, you know, time is not unlimited and uh, we've got one go-around, and I think a lot of folks in this era of the Great Resignation. Um, that we're seeing so much press on a lot of folks are looking at where they are in their personal journeys and saying, is this where I saw myself? Um, is this where I want to be? And, uh, and sort of reassessing. And so uh, that the spirit of Cole's journey here, uh, it, it speaks to that very process. And so I thought uh, this was a good time to get uh, the Galo- uh, road to Galena out to, out to the world.
0: Yeah. I really thought the same thing. I really felt like this was a journey that, so many of us are on and i read in my research of you and in, in the film i read that you you had your own kind of challenges in getting this thing made because of the pandemic it slowed you <laughs> down <laughs> tell us about that
1: <laughs> so um we decided to shoot this um i guess it was uh, december of 2019 made the decision that uh we were going to uh begin to move it forward and then um in January, we began to assemble the team, I uh, made the decision to shoot on the eastern shore of Maryland, where the film is set.
0: Close by, and, where, uh, where I live. Close, close by. Uh, by, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: we had, uh, and then of course in March, uh, the pandemic hits. And so everything stopped. Um, we felt like by, by May or June, when it became clear that SAG, as well as every industry, came up with uh, uh, guidelines to work safely. When, once it became clear we could shoot it safely and and protect the cast and the crew, um, we began to see an opportunity because uh, it was a time where so many in the industry weren't working that um, we felt as though we would have uh, access to a terrific crew. Most of the crew is Baltimore-based, and... Um, and we, uh, and we thought the story was just particularly relevant in the time. So we uh, girded ourselves and, um, and set out, uh, originally aiming for an October shoot. We ended up pushing, there was a spike in, in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in COVID in October. So we pushed the following spring, which was last spring and shot from April 1st through mid-May. And um, I'll tell you, uh, Paul, it was in some ways miraculous uh, so much of the story, as you know, is is shot outside. And uh, on the eastern shore of Maryland and in Washington, D.C., uh, in April and May, we we were concerned about the possibility of a washout. And we had very little room for for uh, error here in terms of our schedule. And over that six-week period, we didn't mm-hmm. have a single rain delay, which was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So somebody up there was on our side.
0: Yeah. And And for those of us kind of close by Galena, Maryland is a real community. And so you, you had some real hardships, but it, from what, again, from what I I read about you and and the filming and and the process here, everybody kind of came together, but the town rallied and you had local sets and you you mentioned that the film is largely shot outdoors. It's just beautiful. Some of those scenes, the sunset scenes, my gosh, around the farmhouse, gorgeous stuff.
1: Um, It it was, uh, well, I credit, Clark Vandergrift, our our DP, who is just an extraordinary person and a wonderful cinematographer, and um, when when Clark and I got together uh, early on in the planning, I told Clark it was important to me that that Galena and and broadly the Eastern Shore and Washington D.C. be characters in themselves in the in the movie, uh, and that uh, that the audience really. Uh, come to understand and appreciate the raw beauty of that landscape, uh, to, to, to try to understand what is drawing coal back there throughout the, throughout the story. Um, and, uh, Eric Bennett, who was our uh, producer, when we were originally talking about locations, he, um, he suggested we, we shoot it in Galena. Uh, um, there's not a whole lot of infrastructure out there, but, uh, for two reasons one to be true to this the story and the spirit of the story but he said look you know whenever you're shooting a feature in and around a a metropolitan environment you're always in somebody's way uh when you're in a small town uh people are excited to be a part of it and certainly when it's about their town and we and we found that to be true the entire community of the eastern shore uh chestertown where we shot quite a bit uh galena um the people were just uh, wonderful and welcoming and supportive, and uh, so many of them opened their their homes and their farms to us to uh, to shoot on. Uh, we were really, really, really fortunate.
0: Well, you you reference Cole Baird's journey, and I want to talk a little bit about your own journey to filmmaking because you've had. Uh, just as all of us do, you know, we have these perhaps different paths that ultimately find their place in in us. And you, uh, I read, had uh, some experience in the healthcare industry, the finance industry, and uh, and may- maybe some other careers, but brought you ultimately to Hollywood and and to filmmaking. So, tell us how you became a filmmaker. I, I wonder, do you act too?
1: Um, I have not acted since high school. Um, so, so I, I, uh, I can't claim myself to be an actor, but, um, I have always, uh, had an interest in film and in storytelling, uh, more broadly. And I went to, uh, I grew up in Montclair, New Jersey, youngest of six kids, um, came down to Washington to attend Catholic U, uh, met my wife, at Catholic and, um, uh, set out to live a uh, a life here in in washington. we've We've lived in d c our whole adult lives, uh, raised our kids here in d c. And um, even though my early career took me into higher education and to some entrepreneurial ventures, um I always had this uh, this interest and this drive and passion for independent films. And about fifteen years ago, Um, Well, about nearly 20 years ago, I made the switch into the um, uh, financial services world and I've worked in and around the capital markets uh, over that period. And about 15 years ago, uh, my oldest brother, who had retired early to pursue his life's ambition, which was to do a a around the world sale, uh, um, uh, Dave and, and I and our other brothers were all gathered in Annapolis. And I said to Dave, you know, I'm so envious of you uh, making this this leap. I said, if I was ever to pull the ripcord, I, I think I would do independent films. And he said, well, what's what's stopping you? And I said, well, you know, I, uh, my job keeps me reasonably busy. And I at the time I had three kids with the fourth on the way. And I said, I, you know, sort of have the full plate. And um, he said, look, Joe, it, it took me uh, my whole life to get ready to, to do this sale. And, uh, I was so inspired by the conversation. I began, uh, immediately, uh, thinking about it and, and starting to write more often. And I formed a, uh, production company, Ava independent and started shooting short films as a means of, uh, just honing the craft and building a network. And, um, over the years shot six short films uh, and wrote the Road to Galena and two other uh, feature projects that are that are in the uh, in the wings. But um, ultimately, I just felt as though I had to, uh, if I was going to do it, I had to do it, and uh, and it led me to this to this point. Um, and I have to I have to uh, uh, you know thank uh, mostly the, my friends and family, my wife and, and kids and and others for being supportive throughout the process because, um, you know, in, as anything in life, you have to, if something's important to you, you have to make time for it and, and focus on it. And um, and so I've been able to, uh, to have a foot in a lot of different worlds over time. And, and uh, thankfully, it's led me to this place.
0: Hi, it's Paul, and I mentioned that today's episode is sponsored by newspapers.com. Newspapers.com is the largest online newspaper archive. Newspapers.com makes it easier than ever to find your family story with more than half a billion digitized newspaper pages from the 1690s to today. Did your dad win a big game in high school? Did your great grandma win a bake-off? Whether it's a familiar family story or a new discovery, the possibilities for what you might find on newspapers.com are endless. The simple-to-use tools and search features make it easy to discover, save, and share the stories that connect you with the past. Search for obituaries, marriage announcements, birth announcements, photos, and more in papers from across the United States, the UK, Canada, and beyond. Searching back three centuries. And... For listeners of the Not Old Better show, newspapers.com is offering 20% off a Publisher Extra subscription so you can start exploring today. Just use the code not old Better at checkout. That's code NOTOLDBETTER for 20% off the Publisher Extra. We'll have all of this in our show notes. Thanks, everybody. And now back to our interview with Joe Hall and his new feature film, the Road to Galena. I really enjoyed the film. It's just excellent. The Road to Galena. We're talking with Joe Hall. Um, Colbert, the uh, the main character, is played by uh, Ben Winchell. And... It's interesting. You're the youngest of six kids. Cole happens to be an only child. The film is full of these big emotions around uh, around family and uh, these deep feelings as a as a child in a family of six. How did you relate to Cole being kind of an only child? Because that seems to be almost the polar opposite of maybe where you've come from. (laughs)
1: Well, it's true. Although, you know, family of six, but the first five were, uh, about a year and a half apart. And then there, <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a, you know, there was a little bit of a gap before I came along. So I yeah, had the benefit yeah. big family and, uh, and some alone time there as well. But, um, no, I think that, um, I mean, look, I think for, for Cole, he is, um, he's put in a position where he is trying to live up to the expectations of others right? Um, he is, um, he, he, doesn't have the, the strength, uh, early on to, uh, fight for his convictions and, um, and he is really driven by the events around him. And, and it's, you know, part of his, uh, his, uh, you know, sort of epic journey over the 20 year period of the, of the film is, is building up that sense of courage to be able to take control of his own environment. And I think a lot of folks um will appreciate that and it's not as though we're all sort of trapped in a uh uh, you know a world of of constraints outside of our control but i do think that um we have a series of choices uh during our our life to either uh take hold of our our destiny or allow others to define success for us
0: well, I mentioned Ben Winchell as Cole, but the film also stars Will Britton, J.O. Sanders, Jill Hennessy, Alisa Alipoc. Am I saying that right? Alipoc? Yeah. Yep, Alipoc. And Jennifer Holliday from Dreamgirls fame. And Jennifer plays Flory. She's just wonderful. It's just a beautiful portrayal of, uh, of a character. She's just fantastic. At one point, um, she says, once you realize it, you can't help but get out of its way. And I thought... Boy, that if there's a sentence that really, you know, if there's a line in that film, that really is one that that just jumped out at me. And I wonder if you, if you tell us why that was important to write in the film in that way. And and maybe in particular, why our audience of 60 plus age community, you know, how should we kind of listen to that and perhaps heed that message in our in our journeys and in our second acts?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, um, First, let me just say what a what an honor it was to have Jennifer uh, on the on the set. I mean, Jennifer's had an iconic career on Broadway. Um, I was I was uh, thrilled that she chose The Road to Galena as her feature film debut. So it was you know uh, it was wonderful to have her involved, and her line, um, "A dream that doesn't go away is a calling," and uh, once you realize that you can't get out of its way, Uh, and I think that. that and, uh, and her, really, the, the entirety of that scene really drives home the point, right? I think that um, I think many of us carry a uh, an aspiration or a dream uh, inside and never speak of it. And whether that is because of uh, fear that you know, people will laugh or fear that people will say you can't do it or what have you. I think a lot of people carry that dream, whatever that dream is, uh, throughout their life to their grave and never say it out loud. And, you know, part of the I think part of the challenge and, and, you know, and it gets harder and harder as you get older and older uh, to 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 capture that opportunity is just to say it out loud you know, to go into a crowded room and say, you know what, this is what I want for my next chapter. And and the reality is people aren't going to laugh. They're going to say, you know what, how can I help? Um, And so this, getting to this moment for Cole of, you know, hey, it's time to take charge of your life and, um, uh, you know, make this move or or take this action. I think uh, there is a calling for a lot of us and uh, at a certain point in time, you have to realize that it's not going away and you have to go into a crowded room and say it out loud and then just never give up. You just never give up. And uh, if it's important to you, you you make it a priority and you just don't give up.
0: Well said. Thank you. I I, uh, I couldn't agree more. And, and Flory is just, uh, my hat's off to to all the cast. Flory was just, uh, she, she represented that. And, and I think that uh, it sounds like you've had some of those kinds of um, you know encounters and and perhaps uh, guidance in in your own uh, the own course of your your career. There's also this very fundamental theme of loss um, that you can't help but notice in the film, especially if you know anything about loss. And many in our audience certainly you know know that we we all do. We all have losses. <laughs> Cole's life is upended in in many ways, and I wonder about your own sense of loss and how did that. Inspire Cole as a character.
1: Well, I think for Cole, um, the he 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 does face loss, and I, I I don't want to give the story away, so I won't go into the detail. Up, mm-hmm, but he right, does right. he does face loss, mm-hmm. and I think for him, from a story perspective, as I was building his character, um, it, there were two fundamental drivers. There, one is to reinforce this this notion, and again, it comes back to this post-pandemic realization here, but this notion that, um, you've got one shot, right? There's no dress rehearsal. You get, you get one go around on this planet and, uh, and to help drive that point home for him, that it, it, it builds the tension because time is running out. Right. Um, so that, uh, that element of, um, of loss for him was a statement of, uh, I'm, I'm losing my chance, right? Um, and the, and the, the, uh, the community that supports him, uh, is thinning. And so he has to, it leads him to this inflection point where he has to, uh, he has to sort of take, take control of him and, uh, and make the right decisions in his life.
0: A very touching point in the film, just beautifully done to Joe Hall. I wonder, was the film therapeutic for you in any way? I mean, maybe completing it was that just uh, after doing shorts, and then here's yeah. your feature. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it was in, incredibly therapeutic. And you know, just the process of 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 shooting a feature film. I mean, from the point the the point where you sit down and put pen to paper, and you're 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 telling this story, and and just telling the story in script form is a therapeutic exercise. Um, but, uh, you go through this creative process when you write the script and then you go through it again, when you bring in the cast, because, you know, I know these characters so well, I mean, I, I, I wrote them and I've, I've lived with them. Um, but then you bring in these wonderful actors. Uh, Amy T garden is also a, a, a wonderful, um, uh, uh, lead in the, in the film from, uh, uh, Friday Night Light, She plays um, Cole's uh, uh, girlfriend, early on, and all of the um, uh, all of these great actors, I, you know, they they become the character, and so there's so much insight that comes back to me uh, on these characters that I've written in and that I've known uh, because now I'm meeting them for the first time, and and now these characters. Are informed by the life experience of all of these great actors, and so it just it, that is its own creative process. Just going through preparation for for the shoot, and then you know the production itself, uh, the beautiful imagery that uh, is seen um, sort of collectively through the crew's eyes and and directly through the cinematographer's lens, um, and then there's so much after afterward that um, that you don't appreciate as a as an audience. Um, but the sound design, the role that sound design plays in telling the story and this and the role that um, that color correction plays in the story. And then the score, of course, how that plays in the story. And the, the story is told over and over again in so many ways by so many different uh, members of the team that assemble this. And um, so, you know, the, the therapy for me was um, getting the story out, but also being a part of this great creative community um, that uh, were all so talented in their own way. And, and, you know, the film, which I I, I love, and, you know, it's such a beautiful film, it it really is the result of a a great collaboration of just a lot of folks who really rallied around the story. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, thank you for that. Yeah, uh, I just... uh... I, I marveled at it because it it does have this beautiful message. it's it's powerful, but the images are beautiful, the landscapes. Um, the theme of friendship is lovely too. and I, and I wondered in an era of you know, kind of action thrillers, how did you get this made? I mean, it, granted, it it is an independent film, but this is a film that we should all see. It, it might not get the big kind of tent uh, energy behind it uh, at least you know, until we're talking about it, but how did you pull this off? <laughs> y'all?
1: So I have, I have a, a, um, I have a next project, um, called paranoid, which is a, a, um, a much more commercial, uh, thriller. thriller. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, during the, the years leading up to having the road to Galena done, I had so many people in the industry say, would you, you know, set road to Galena aside, you got to get paranoid uh, because that's going to be so much easier to get done. <laughs> and, and they're, they're probably right. You know, for me, I had to get this, I had to get this story out of my system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it was, a, it, it, it became, um, just a, a very important thing for me to get this story out. And so I just kept plugging away and, uh, it is difficult to get a, um, a character-driven dramatic story out today um, theatrically, and uh, and I'm thrilled that uh, that uh, Vertical Entertainment, which is our partner in taking it out, saw the uh, you know saw the opportunity here and saw the quality of the story, and I think saw the moment of um, of a uh, an audience that I that is likely going to be craving this type of a uh, of a. Opportunity to to sort of stop and and you know think about the messages in the context of their own lives, and um, uh, so it it was a slog, (laughs) 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 truthfully, but uh, but but we got through it, and uh, it's a beautiful picture, and and I'm glad we hung in there.
0: Well, congratulations. Again, the film Road to Galena, uh, it's going to be out soon. We're going to put links up to where our audience can find out more information about the Road to Galena, about Joe Hall, this wonderful film, um, powerful messaging, a great story, and uh, lots of wonderful images of the heartland and uh, life, understanding you know our our place in it. But Joe Hall, thanks for uh, being a guest today. I know our audience is just going to love this movie. I just want to encourage everybody to check it out. But, Joe Hall, please come back. Once you get Paranoid done, we'd love to have you back and talk about that, too. So congratulations on everything.
1: Great. Thanks so much, Paul. I very much appreciate
0: being with you today. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. My thanks to newspapers.com for sponsoring today's show. Please check out our show notes for more on the great new tools for finding out more about your family search from newspapers.com in our show notes today. My thanks to Joe Hall for his excellent interview, all due to Joe, and his excellent new film, The Road to Galena. It is now in theaters and available on demand, so you can see today's show notes for links and locations about where to find the film, The Road to Galena. My thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please be well, be safe, and let's eliminate assault rifles. Assault rifles are not needed, and our children and grandchildren are suffering in schools. Please help. Let's do better. And let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. Thanks, everybody. And I'll see you next week.